0: Connor and I, we're coming back from Epcot. We just went to see Dennis DeYoung, so we're going to chat about that. We did a couple more food reviews. want to talk some Star Wars, and, well, we're on the road, so let's see what else we can come up with on our drive back to our home. This is show 392 for the week of October 15th, 2017. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. So let's start off with, uh, let's start off with Dennis DeYoung, Connor. And uh, in case anybody is not who Dennis D. Young is, he's actually a guy, who, he was the original writer and lead singer, one of the writers and lead singer for the band Sticks. Uh, I'm old, so I remember Sticks in their heyday. Uh, he's no longer with Sticks, hasn't been for years. Uh, you know how that goes. I think it's more of a money thing, that it's cheaper for them to kind of, pick up different members and split up and go out on the road that way and everybody makes more money. So I've seen Sticks without him and now I've seen him and he uh, is Sticks is really good without him by the way. Um, but his voice is stellar. Uh, now Dennis I believe is like yeah, I could be wrong and this would be a high insult. But I believe he's like 71 maybe and so What I'll do here into this audio is we recorded a lot of this and did video of some of it. Um, I'm going to stick in some clips, and you can listen to kind of see what he sounds like at 70-some years old. I think Connor's looking up how old he is. Yes, I We will uh, just go on. 70 years old so you'll get a chance to hear what this guy sounds like absolutely incredible yeah yeah yeah, I have never in my life heard a concert that that well performed by anybody and this was uh, the second to the last show for this run at this uh, food and wine so we uh, yeah of course didn't stick around for the last show because we've got other stuff that's gotta get done so we gotta head back home uh anyway all in all, uh, this was the first time that Connors ever really heard him. So, uh, tell me some of the things, Connor, if you can, that stood out to you. I mean, obviously, his, his voice at 70 years old. Yeah,
1: just just even thinking about it, about him hitting some of those notes, was making me cough. Because I I could never I could never hold those notes, and I'm 20. Yeah, so his voice is absolutely incredible. It just booms through the entire crowd. And then the uh, the band he had behind him was...
0: They were some of the best musicians I've ever heard. Especially the uh, the two guitarists. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what you have to have. When you're coming out of Styx, uh, who are good musicians... Um, well, the drummer for the original band, Styx, I believe he's passed away. And the original bass player has passed away. And so those two guys have been replaced with the with the band out on the road and so uh, I think that they have their original le- rhythm guitarist and Sticks does not not Dennis DeYoung and they have Tommy Shaw which is their original lead guitarist I think other than that I don't think anybody else is, is original in the band uh, of you keep, course with, you keep going back to Sticks though this is yeah, I know. Dennis well, DeYoung this is yeah I want to cover it. both sides of it though so in okay. case people don't know who he is I mean you know been a long time since Dennis DeYoung's even been on on the charts or anything so I'm just trying to help people out uh, to know who he is so uh yeah at 70 years old I really at 50 years old the guy sounds amazing uh so yeah I'm glad we went to see him if he comes back again next year I'll be back again next year to see him yeah I'll come back every year he comes so as far as covering uh lineups uh let's see we have 10,000 Maniacs next week. I don't know that we're going to make it over to see them. Then we have Toad the uh, Wet Sprocket. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Actually, was it?
1: I think he. Okay, yeah, they're after them.
0: Yeah, and then uh, a couple other bands or something. And then to round this thing out on like November the 12th is Squeeze. So we'll be there for Toad the Wet Sprocket and Squeeze. Um, I think we also said too we were going to try to go there for Blue October and um, Living Color. Yeah, I forgot about those two bands. Okay. So that's kind of the lineup that's still coming that we're going to check out. Uh, if you get a chance to, you can follow us. You can follow us on Periscope. I'll usually try to live stream at least one song from the set. And that's just, I think it's Periscope. Just look up these amazing places on Periscope and you'll find us. Uh, OK, so moving on. I think there, I keep thinking there's something that I really wanted to say here, and I can't remember what it was. All right, uh, OK, Did a couple more food reviews. So first we went to we went to Ireland? Yes. Okay, and... Uh, we got yeah. the Irish roasted sausage. Yeah. Uh, and it was with mashed potatoes and gravy. It's like bangers and mash. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think it's 5 bucks, And I'll put the correct price up here if you're watching the video edition of this. Um, it was delicious. So we just ate at... Uh, I ate bangers and mash about a week ago maybe at uh, Rosencrantz. this was darn near as good as that. And uh, portion size was about half. And for five bucks when, you know, half the portion and the cost for the bangers and mash at uh, Rosencrown was $20. So that gives you an idea. Uh, Here's to a little thing. I also ordered, I wanted the cheese stout soup. And it comes with the Irish soda bread, I believe. But they didn't have any made and so they were willing to make some and let it heat up and this was later on in the evening but then they asked if, if they just gave us a uh, oh, it's like a little cake it's thing it's the cream um, uh, yeah. cake, uh, cake caramel or, yeah, yeah. I don't well, know what to call it yes. yeah, and so we'll, we'll be doing a review of it because we've already tried it once before it's like a lava cake like a little lava cake with a uh, caramel vanilla sauce yeah. put over top of it very good stuff Uh, and so and then they just gave us another bangers and mash Uh, let me think here yeah. in place of the cheese soup but they did give us a dessert for free so yeah thanks to them it was uh, honestly something they didn't even need to do Uh, I'm not one to push somebody I wasn't you know I wasn't bent on getting the, uh, the cheese salt soup so there's always next time Anyway, so we uh, tried that, and it turned out that it was really good. Yeah, the Both The bangers things. and mash. Yeah. Yeah, the, the roasted uh, taste of the sausage
1: was perfectly done. And then the, uh, the I think there were leeks and onions inside of the, uh, the gravy yeah. for the mashed yeah. potatoes. It's like an onion gravy. Yeah, and it was, yeah. It was incredibly flavorful. For something that would seem like it's just a very simple meal of mashed potatoes, gravy, and sausage...
0: That was one of the most flavorful things I've tasted there. Okay, so that was uh, in Ireland. I definitely recommend Ireland for quite a few things. Just go and check it out. It's a nice kind of hearty meal. Okay, so then we went to Scotland. Yes. And we got the, do you remember, you got the potato
1: pancake? I got the potato pancake that has salmon and a sour cream, uh,
0: herb herb sour cream on top of it. And I got the lamb stew. And so, as usual, I think it was five, five fifty for each one. And so you can check it out and see, see uh, how much those were. Uh, I should have it up on the screen here. The lamb stew was really good, actually. It had a little bit of potato, I think, in it too. So very good stuff. I, I would actually get that again, but not when it's so hot. So it was a little cooler this evening. That's kind of what helped us to be able to eat some different things. Nobody wants a Big old steaming bowl of <laughs> stew when it's 97 degrees out. So and so, Connor, what did you think? I know what the, he thought, but I yeah. want everybody to hear this. So the uh, potato pancake
1: is, I think, absolutely the best thing that they have at Food and Wine. Um, at least for this year. Yeah, I I cannot say enough good things about that. The salmon taste—it was a smoked salmon, and it was the freshest tasting salmon that I've ever had. It was it was cold, um, and th- along with the herb salt or the herb cream, uh, sour cream on top of it, that mixture was it was cold, it was fresh, it was delicious, and then the pancake was um, also had like some sort of herbs inside of it um, to give it a very uh, a very like greeny taste to it. Um, so all around, best meal I think you can get at Food and Wine this year.
0: That's interesting, and I don't touch seafood, so this was all Connor on this one. Uh, so, I'm glad. That's kind of a surprise. I haven't heard anybody else even try it, and so when was, Connor uh, gave such high praises to it, I thought, oh, this is good. It was apparently the Chew's uh, favorite reviewed item. Oh, it was? Yeah. Did it say that somewhere? It was on their sign. Okay. And as we were walking through there tonight, they were filming uh, uh, Wheel, of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. So, we got to... You can see Vanna White. It's interesting. So, they... They film it on the same stage where they filmed the Chew show. But it's kind of sunk down in. And then they put shrubbery, too, along there. Uh, so you're actually down below it. They're actually probably on almost the same level as you. So you can't really see what's going on. But I could see Vanna White's head kind of sticking up. So it's interesting. I thought that they filmed it at night. Uh, yeah, probably helps with lights or something. So anyway, that was... a. That was fun, enjoyable. I don't believe it's live. They did have an audience there, but I don't think they, I think it's all filmed. And so then they'll show it probably here in a week or who knows, who knows when. So uh, fun to see that. Let me think here, anything else that we want to say about Epcot while we were in there? Uh, I think that covers it. Okay. So uh, yeah, coming outside of Epcot, another good evening at Epcot. It's actually getting better when it's cooling off some. So I'm kind of anxious for that time of the year to come around. Uh, when it does come up, they'll be doing the holidays around the world. We're going to go and check out all of that. We'll be checking out the... Let me see. They're actually going to do a lot of holiday stuff, like Christmas-type light stuff. And, and I believe they're doing it on Sunset Drive and uh, Hollywood Studios. They'll be doing the processional stuff at Epcot, and then they'll, of course, have the... Christmas lights and stuff like that, and the party. uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party over at Magic Kingdom. I don't know if we'll go check out the party. I did it last year, and yeah, for the money, I still think you're probably better off to go do the Halloween party. I'm not saying it was horrible, but for the money, probably a better time for the kids at the Halloween party. Uh, If you are looking for a way to save a few bucks, and be able to get on more rides without waiting in lines. It's a good way to do that. And just in case, we've been saying it for years, if you do buy a hard ticket to one of those parties, you can go into the park at 4 p.m. Don't wait until the 7 p.m. It's marked on the ticket, so head in, and you get a few extra hours to enjoy the park. All right, outside of that, let's see here. Uh, The Star Wars, uh, what's it called here? Uh, The Last Jedi Jedi trailer trailer just uh, released. And, uh, so, uh, let's just go. Connor remembers, uh, history and all of this a lot better. And I'm trying to think, first of all, what's some of the items that we've read? I just read today that they did say Carrie Fisher will be in episode nine even. Yeah, I believe that she,
1: maybe if she didn't finish her part, she was near wrapping, mm-hmm. uh, episode nine.
0: And so they said that it's going to be fairly easy to piece their story together. And my theory in this is that they've already filmed her parts in episode 9 because I believe they've already filmed um, Han Solo or Harrison Ford's parts in episode 9. So I still think you're going to see him back. I still absolutely believe that. Or at least they filmed the parts. So if they would decide to maybe bend the story and do something else, they can. Uh, Let's face it, Harrison Ford... Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher. None of them were, are young or were young. And so it's only smart that they would film whatever parts of theirs ahead of time. So that that'll yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um to just see. Now we're getting to episode eight. Uh so of course Ryan Johnson's directing. It releases on December the eighteenth. December fourteenth. Uh,
1: uh yeah, just, so, speaking of the, with this trailer he originally started off telling people to avoid it um, because he felt that there were uh, that there were too many spoilers in it. And what did you didn't, think? I didn't really notice. I mean, obviously, we haven't seen the movie, so um, we don't know how much of it would be spoiled for
0: it, but I don't feel like there were any major plot points. But well, here's what I noticed. Uh, they kind of did what it. they did with uh, episode seven. Is they have people talking. In the background, and you're not sure who they're talking to. Yes. And they did the same thing in the trailer for episode 7. So Yeah, it's all misdirection. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so I, I still believe that. So there's many scenes there with Kylo Ren reaching out his hand, and it appears as though uh, um, he's reaching out to Ray and Rey, they're going to join forces. But,
1: you know, how that can be cut, oh. it may not but, be that yeah, at all. People, I've already seen people uh, break down the color palette of the scene. And they've proven to where They're in different areas
0: Oh, okay There you go Yeah And that's what I figured But it's close And the acoustics of the room Sound the same With both of them I think they did the same thing With a lot of the shorts shots With Mark Hamill And what's being said The one doesn't really match up Sometimes to the other But it's close enough That you wonder um, Alright, so Theories On this What I'm thinking Well, you know, I'm trying to figure out What do I think at this point um, you know, I, I think it would be very difficult, everybody says, oh, they believe that they're going to pull Rey, not Rey, but Kylo ran back around to the good side, you know, the lights or whatever, and I think it's hard if it really is true that he murdered a bunch of children and stuff, but in the end, I guess they did the same thing with Anakin, right? Yes. He did some more Darth things. Vader, he was redeemed in the end, so. Right. And so, I guess they could head that direction. It's going to be interesting to see. It looks like, obviously, Daisy Ridley or Ray has a much bigger part in this. Uh, What was it you read something about Finn? He has a lightsaber in this? Um, Oh, In the trailer? No, it wasn't a lightsaber. I saw people originally saying that
1: they thought that he had a lightsaber, but it's the the stormtrooper... uh, I don't know the technical term for it, but it's basically the stormtroopers' version of a lightsaber. It's the only thing that can battle against one that isn't a lightsaber. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it's like a deflector. Okay. Um. So he was using that against uh, Phasma. Okay. And they were seen in the middle of a battle, and so that's another thing that uh, that seem- is seemingly going to be a plot point. No. Is that uh, it looks like Pit- uh, it looks like Finn and Poe go uh, undercover into the First Order. Because in multiple shots, you can see them in First Order uniforms, including the shot where uh, Finn and Phasma are battling. Uh, Finn is in a uh, First Order uniform attacking Phasma, and there's a battle going on in the background. So So what's Phasma's job?
0: She's the head of the army. Of the stormtroopers. Yeah, she's like the head of the army. So it would make sense that she would be chasing Finn down. Yes, since he's basically an A-wall stormtrooper, right? Yes. Okay, so that makes sense. Uh, Daisy Ridley, every shot that I saw other than the one that they made it look like maybe she was talking to Kylo Ren in some kind of a cavernous area. Every other shot that I remember looked like she was on the island the whole time. Would you say that? Yes. And it, I didn't see anything with her or um, uh, Luke Skywalker off of the island. So... Depending, because there, there were a couple scenes
1: where, uh, it almost reminded you of, like, Dagobah, um, where she was walking into, like, a foggy mist, um, and there were a couple trees around, so that could be on, I think it's Oksu is the name of the planet,
0: that could be the same place, but you never know. Uh, okay, so, and then as far as, uh, Carrie Fisher, um. Yeah, another piece of misdirection there. She just looks like she was in a
1: command center again, right? Um, she was in the middle of a battle, a space battle, on uh, I believe it was the Radus is the name of the uh, the ship that she was on, and that's also the one that it, it seemed like Kylo Ren was targeting.
0: Oh, um, trying to well, but they and they even show him in one part looking like he's about to fire that's, on yeah, her. That's Earth. what it is. And he's tearing um, up, basically. Yeah, and
1: that's when, uh, over top of him, he, it plays his voice saying, um, let go of the past, kill it if you have to. And so, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I don't think that's too much of a spoiler, because they've said that Carrie Fisher is going to be in episode 9, so she doesn't die in this one. Or she does, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know where this is going to go. But it was, a, it was a good trailer. Very well done.
0: Uh, a lot of misdirect. I feel But you have to give But um all Otherwise you give away too. So much of the story Yes That, that uh,
1: It just kind of becomes um, What the heck That was another thing too That uh, I wanted to mention Is that Um It looks like we're going to get Uh Scenes of Kylo Ren Destroying the um, The training academy Oh Okay Yeah and so Cause it shows up uh, When Luke is talking To seemingly Ray About how he. he's only seen power like this once before and it didn't scare him then but it does now and when he's talking about that it cuts to his arm coming out of the uh, out of the rubble from the training academy okay so the training academy was that where he that was where Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren turned against Luke Luke okay
0: Uh, alright see you get into some things there where I'm like uh, okay I'm not sure the training academy was where he had the children too, right? Well, I mean, they don't say whether or not he had children. They never system. do really say what he, he killed. There, he was right? training
1: the next uh, Jedi. Okay. And that's what that's what Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren killed, assuming, or yeah, I think, assumingly.
0: So, do you have any theories on uh, Luke? What do you think is going to go on with Luke? Yeah, I I don't know. Um, it really is very vague. I mean, the the uh, trailer didn't give anything away, really, on Luke. I mean, he still looks frustrated and angry. Um, and so, yeah, it didn't really give anything away on Luke. But, yeah, he still looks basically the same. They did lengthen out a little more in the scene where uh, Ray is handing the lightsaber to him, and he looks very shocked to and see that's her. A, that's a great cinematic moment, too, in the trailer. Because it's him...
1: Grabbing his lightsaber with his uh, his robotic hand, which is the hand that he lost when he lost the lightsaber, and so it's the rejoining after the fact. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty neat cinematic moment, I thought. Yeah,
0: and I just thought though he looked shocked to see her, like shocked or angry, yeah, angry or both. Is what I get? Yeah, like he had been disturbed, bothered by her that she was there. Yeah, so, they've already said that. um I think
1: it's Ryan Johnson said that uh, in the story Luke Skywalker is not who Rey wanted him to be or who she thought he would be and so he said that she's uh, disappointed by that or kind of shocked by that huh okay so yeah I could see there's there's many places where this could go once again it could just be all misdirect and he might willingly train her and might be fine with the Jedi and all of that the Jedi Order um but it could also go to where uh, they they kind of brushed against this. Well, not brushed against it. They actually went into it with um, Ahsoka, the idea of a gray Jedi who kind of leaves the Order. They don't turn bad, but they're not part of the Jedi Order. And so they're just kind of on their own.
0: Well, I guess part of me keeps going back to when Yoda was with Luke. How he continually told him, you're not ready for this. You're not capable. But... Luke,
1: oh, this, did, Luke did go back between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and went and got the full rest of his training. Because okay. he comes back in the Return of the Jedi as a master Jedi. So yeah, that uh, that all was cleared up.
0: Okay. Because he was trained by Yoda. So I, I guess I'm still. Why would Luke be? That's going to be the storyline. Yes. Why is Luke so angry?
1: He's he's supposedly looking for the first Jedi temple. Or one of the first Jedi temples, but they've never said why. Oh, okay. What do you think? Um why?
0: Guidance, I would guess. You think? Yes. And then he's not getting any answers, so because he becomes Because he is angry. the last of the Jedi. Whoa. So he's just abandoned.
1: Yes. He's literally the last of them, and so I think he's trying to communicate maybe with Obi-Wan or with any of the former Jedi, trying to get any sort of guidance as to what he should do. If I had a guess, that's what I would say.
0: Okay. Uh, Alright, well, I mean, this movie opens December 14th. We have tickets. We're going to be going to see it uh, in IMAX, right? IMAX 3D? At about 10.30 at night. It actually, I think the first showing is 6 p.m. that evening on the December the 14th. So we won't be there until later at night. Uh, okay, a little more Star Wars they're actually they just announced today that uh, tickets just went on sale for the Star Wars VR experience that will be at uh, Disney Springs here in Orlando and at uh, downtown Disney in, in Anaheim near Disneyland. So uh, thirty dollars a person right? t- tickets for 29.95 or 30 bucks a person yeah. They give a little trailer on the website. Do you remember what the website was? You didn't put it in. I'll, no. I'll stick it here, I'll stick a note here so people, in case you haven't seen this, uh, I'll try to stick some a link and some other stuff in here so that you can see what the website is to get to it. Uh, yeah, it looks like tickets, you buy tickets one at a time or double up, and from what it explained, the, the experience will be broken up into parties of four. And then you make your way through with VR headsets on, I believe. VR, VR headsets. headsets
1: and it like maybe motion controls or of some sort, because you do have hands in the game. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it tracks your actual hands or what goes on there, but it looks like it's going to be awesome. It looks like they drop you into a building, and it uses the layout of the building as uh, as like the actual in in-game map, and so you can move around freely.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be incredible. Now, the one thing it didn't explain, because it reminds me a little bit of, like, escape room. But, of course, with the VR headset on. It didn't explain uh, as far as wheelchair capability in there. And nowhere could I find it. So I'll probably make a call uh, at the number that they listed and see what they say to that. The reason why I say that is uh, in some of the escape rooms that I've done, some of them, you have stairs and stuff you have to go up, and slides you have to go down. That stuff isn't happening for Connor, for somebody in a wheelchair, or even somebody who's got mobility issues of, of, of any kind. There are things that you wouldn't be able to do in it, so I would like to know that ahead of time. Um, anyway, reverting a little bit, um, the storyline behind it too. is,
1: uh, you are, I mean, you look like you're uh, clone troopers maybe. I don't know, or your resistance. No, okay, that's what it was. Resistance. Yeah, your your resistance troopers, but you're disguised as stormtroopers. Yeah, going in with uh, K two SO from Rogue One. Yep, that's um, right. Um, and yeah, you're infiltrating
0: the Empire. So yeah, that I think it's going to be a blast. It actually, at first, when we saw the um, the thing come up, the notification, Connor and I were both like, I don't know. But after you look at the website and then watch the trailer they have play. There's one section in the trailer where they where they basically reveal to you that you're basically a stormtrooper in disguise and there's something about that part in the trailer that kind of sucks you in and makes you want to do it. All. I think all of it because this looks like a
1: VR experience that's never been done before. a free uh, VR experience where you can walk around anywhere and you're not, you're not stuck in one position
0: looking around. you can go anywhere, walk anywhere, touch anything. So as soon as I've established whether uh, Connor can get in and do you know do some stuff in there in the wheelchair, uh, then we'll get tickets or we'll let everybody know we won't be getting tickets and going into it. And that'll give people uh, some heads up too about mobility issues and whether they're gonna be able to go in and do it. Uh, is there anything else? I keep thinking that there was something else that I wanted to talk about here, but I, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. So, it's been kind of a long day. Even though we weren't in the parks all that long, uh, it's still been a pretty long day with just other stuff going on. Uh, We do plan at some point, uh, we'll probably do something from the uh, Star Wars fireworks. Uh, I have yet to see it. Same for Connor. So, we'd like to go over and check that out. I know everyone's seen it and it's been running for some time. But, we'll probably do something. Maybe stick a piece of it into a show video and we'll give our little thoughts on it at the time uh, I, some things a lot of things are going to change uh, in the parks with episode 8 coming out then they're going to switch gears probably and uh, the uh, or oh, what's it called a launch bay yes. launch bay is going to look a little different once episode 8 comes out so we'll get in there and check that out um, it'd be nice too if they can continue to add to the model of Star Wars Land in there over time that would be awesome. Yeah, it's just such a big park. I don't know that they can fit it all in the uh, but if, limited window space If they, they can remove there. some stuff or move some stuff around from the, uh, uh, before the release, you know, of episode eight. Yeah. If they can move some of that stuff around and make more space, then maybe they can do that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'd love to see the full thing. So, yeah, that's, it's yeah. an exciting, exciting time coming up. Just with everything that's going to be going on. Uh, so we'll be there this year, we're going to hit everything that we can hit it, um, since you know we're not big media, big shots or anything like that yet, we're never, you know, right now we're going to get early passes to go in and see a lot of this stuff, so we will probably never be the first ones to bring it to you. Which I think is better, because
1: when you get media passes it kind of ruins it, because you don't get the same experience that everybody else gets. You're not giving people a true experience. You're giving them a behind the scenes deal. So I think it's almost better that we don't have media passes or any of those sort of rights. To a point, we give yeah. people what they are
0: actually going to see. Well, just let me say this you know, we don't have a lot of subscribers even compared to a lot of people on uh, YouTube. But man, uh, at this point, it would certainly great if everybody can just get out there and subscribe to us at youtubecom these amazing places. Give us a like, thumbs up on some of the videos, let us know what you think. Uh, We have received some comments that people continue to ask that we, hey, why don't we show our faces in any of the food reviews and stuff like that. And as I said before, you know, I always want to keep it about the item or whatever it is that we're talking about, the food or whatever, but I am working on some ways of doing that without just doing like everybody else. It always seems silly to me that, that I show you by, show me, show me, to you biting into a hamburger, otherwise, or whatever it happens to be. Uh, Otherwise, you know, you maybe don't know what I think of it because I didn't show you uh, pictures or video of us biting into it. But uh, so I want to do this a little different if I can and make it worthwhile for everybody. So uh, you'll see some stuff, probably some goofy things along the way from where we're trying things out. So uh, I think with that, that's pretty much everything. What do you think, Connor? Yeah, that's all I have covered all right from the road once again um it's been nice being back with everybody and it is my intention absolute intention to get a show together with adam and roy and cameron cameron will be coming to florida in december and you know i should just say too we just spent some time with roy and his wife in the parks um and we actually yeah let's go through some of this before we we check out of here um Roy and his wife, Patty, are just amazing people. Just let me tell you that right off the bat. I know you don't know them, but I'm just telling you, they're amazing people. Uh, they are DVC owners, and at one point during the day when we were in Epcot with them on the 35th anniversary, um, they took us up into the DVC lounge, and if you're watching the video portion of this, and you're going to see some video that we did of the lounge. What you won't see is something that we, or I consciously made sure, I didn't want to to add in we met up with um, we didn't meet up they just happened to be there and we said hey to them and talked to them for a few minutes and those people were um, Adam the Woo I just looked up and he was walking past us and we said hello to him and Justin Scard, very very nice guy Adam the Wu, huge he's really tall big guy and just very nice very kind gentle person Justin Scard couldn't have been any nicer he came over didn't know us from I almost said didn't know us from Adam, but he knows Adam. Uh, and uh, very nice guy. It was fun to talk to. He uh, kind of goes on a mile a minute, which was which was fun, just to be around. He had his uh, if you know who he is, he always wears a black and white striped shirt, and he had his black and white striped shirt on, so it was easy to recognize him from you know within the crowd. Uh, Tim Tracker was there also with them, but of course I didn't see him. I, somehow. I looked past him and, uh, I think cause I was trying to, I was trying to engage Adam a little bit on talk, talking about, uh, not just podcast stuff, but he's kind of on a break right now. And so I just wanted to, I didn't want to bother him too much since he's, you know, he's on a break. He's trying to get rest right now. And so I didn't want to pose on him too much. So, uh, but it was nice, nice meeting with all of them. And, uh, it was nice just being up there with Patty and, uh, Roy And actually, just running the parks with them, we did so many things with them in that one day. Uh, Just trying different things, uh, food at the food kiosks. We'll throw this in here: another review that we did with them, uh, which was the olive cake in Spain. And it's a a very dense cake. You don't taste olive oil in it, but that's basically what they use. Lemon, really. And so they put lemon lemon. curd over top of it, which is very tart lemon. Mm -hmm. And that. Rocked Connor. He didn't like that at all. Uh, no, I'm usually one to love sour things, but man, yeah, that just did hit you in the face. Uh, with them, we also tried the uh, loaded mac and cheese, which was great. It, yeah, was up the, it. it was up in the Eats section. And so, uh, nice. yeah, good flavor mm-hmm. and crunch. Yeah, yeah, it was actually very good. And Roy and Patty... Both had tried that before us and then recommended it to us to say, yeah, we definitely got to go over there and give this a shot. I can't think of anything else we tried with them, but I didn't want to just leave that out. It was really a good day that we had with them. Yeah, and they, um, was, standing in lines, merchandise lines on that day was amazing. Even though, oh, this is something else, this show's never going to end, so we'll just keep going. Um, the We got the shirts, some of the, uh, epcot 35th shirt well i was there epcot 35th shirt we did not get the annual pass holder shirts but we got the ones that have like an orange uh stripe around the neck trim around the neck and around the arms and a lot of people were standing in line for two and three hours waiting to get those i've heard on some other podcasts that they said that you couldn't get those before the 35th event um you couldn't get them online you couldn't get them anywhere except for you had to get them on that day on the 35th event and that is not true and how we know that is Connor actually ordered them for us uh two weeks prior to the 35th event and they showed up um showed up literally I mean like the the Friday before yeah. yeah two days before it happened so anyway um yeah I just have heard that and now a lot of people are upset because they said that once the 35th uh, that day was over <coughs> that you would not be able to get that merchandise and now it's on the shop Disney app so a lot of people were upset that they're doing that I think it's fine it keeps it from going up on eBay and garbage with people reselling so I think it's okay they're doing that uh, it's a good way of sticking it to the people who decided to come in there and buy 10 of each thing and then turn around and uh, sell it you know for more money on eBay Kind of sticking it to the people who couldn't make it there that day. So I, I don't have a problem with the fact of them doing that. In fact, I thought it was genius. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, the, the 35th the fireworks, the tag that they put on to the end of Illuminations was amazing. Uh, Man, it was just, it was never ceasing. Massive explosion in the sky. So it was it's just uh, like, I've got some video of that. Shrapnel down at you. Yeah, I've got video of all this. So if you're watching the video edition, you're watching a lot of the stuff that. Uh, that we did also during that day, so I'm just gonna go ahead and put all that in here too, since I don't really know where else to put it at this point. Um, We live streamed from there that day to the announcements they did, but as usual, the live stream is just not very good. So I'm not satisfied with Verizon and the quality of the uh, uh, data signal that I'm getting, wireless signal I'm getting in the parks. So yeah, I'm not happy, not happy with that, so. Probably won't be doing a lot more of that because it's just really not worth it for anybody to sit and watch that. It's just, it looks like we're all melting (laughs) at times. Sometimes it can be very clear, but most of the time it's just not really, it's not really worth watching. So you can get on there. I did leave a couple of those videos up on our YouTube site. You can check them out if you want. Um, There's much better out there where people just film. I am trying some things as far as that goes as far as recording and then just uploading straight from the parks. Uh, I'll probably be doing a lot more of that. So we just get stuff uploaded on the fly. It'll look produced to a point. I always try not to overproduce anything, but it, it'll look produced to a point. Uh, I Yeah, okay, so I jabbered on about that. Uh, and yeah, once again, just Patty, Roy, if you're listening, know how much Fun we had, and how much we appreciated that, uh, that day, and the time that we just got to hang out together. So, I was gonna record some stuff with Roy, and then it just didn't happen, and I wasn't pushing it. We just had too good of a time, just kind of running the park and, and just having a good time. Um, all right, with that, I think we're good to get out of here. So, if we've talked long enough, uh, you know, if you're enjoying these things, if you're enjoying the shows, email us and let us know at podcast at these amazing places. I promise everybody who keeps asking to see our face, I'm going to get something into this and start doing it soon. So keep an eye out for that, uh, we're going to do that, and I just want to do it right. I don't want to be like everyone else, and um, let's see here, yeah, get ready. Soon you're going to hear shows with Adam and Roy and, and uh, Cameron on it, and then soon you'll get to hear Cameron and I and the parks together running around, so, uh, all right, with that I think we're out of here. So. Everyone, nice being with you again. Talk to you soon.